Good morning. This is Barb Lamson, Minnesota River Valley Master Gardener. And with me this morning is my fellow Master Gardener, Karen Wright. Hey, Karen. It's time to think about... Is the rhubarb coming up yet in my garden? It's another sign of spring. We talked about asparagus, one of those signs of springs, and now rhubarb's another. Yes. Oh, it's so wonderful to see those little red humps coming up. <laughs> and you just, you know, your mouth starts watering. You know how delicious that's going to be. Well, rhubarb, sometimes known as pie plant, it's so amazing. It's a vegetable. See, now that surprises me because I always think because it's in a pie, it's got to be a fruit. It's a vegetable, interesting, and it's also in the buckwheat family, which blows my mind because that's something you just don't yeah, consider. And, you know, another thing that's interesting about it has that big, long stalk, mm-hmm. quite edible, the leaf, poisonous. Right. Don't, don't eat, eat it. the leaf. <laughs> no, absolutely don't. Don't do it. Just get, get rid of that. You know, that's what this is one of those plants that has been around forever. My grandma's, my mom's, and it there's just always a patch. It seems everywhere you go, there's yes. a patch. Do you know, I was I was thinking about this, Karen. When I was growing up, we lived on three different farms. Every farm we moved to had a rhubarb patch. Well, so how do you get one started? Let's say you, you move into a new house, because usually they're always there, but what if there isn't? Well, you, you just get roots. You can, you can buy the roots, and this is the time of year. They do really well getting them started in the spring. Also, if you have a friend or someone, they multiply quite quickly. If you were going to be generous and share part of your rhubarb plant now this spring, would be a good time to do that. I did gave a bunch to my neighbor lady, and she can't believe how they just boom. They've just yes gone bonkers. So so well they grew, and it's because she had nice soil, this well good draining, and just sure. real nice. That's not hard packed or anything. Do you know there's one thing that rhubarb won't grow in, and that's warm weather. Uh, In the south, they don't have rhubarb. And if you find it in the store, it's incredibly expensive because they've had to import it from someplace else. It has to have temperatures in the winter that are cold so that it can go dormant and rest totally. It doesn't go dormant when it stays warm. So we might have pineapple envy, but they've got rhubarb envy, right? They do. They do, (laughs) as a matter of fact. Do you know when I was in Georgia this winter, I brought a bunch of frozen rhubarb with me, Mm. and I had the neighbors in for coffee, and I served rhubarb bars, and they thought it was wonderful. It was such a treat. And I just thought, oh, heck, this is just such a nothing thing. We get the root, we grow it, and we never do anything with it again. And like the, the asparagus, this is one of those things that you have to leave at least two to three years before you can start to harvest it because it does take time to get started and get more gusto to to have enough to produce something. And they always say here with this too, July 4th, you can think about stopping picking it. You could take an occasional crop. If you've got really hardy, big roots, the thing that's not as good about it is it's getting older. Sometimes it gets tougher Bitter. and it gets more string, more stringy. Even if you pick after July 4th, you could still use it. It's just not as good. And plus that the warm weather is not, it doesn't like that. No, and no, it absolutely does not. Easy plant to grow. You can use it in many things. You can can it. You can freeze it and you can dehydrate it. So, but fresh is absolutely the best. And it also likes a lot of fertilizer in the form of compost or well-rotted manure. That's another <clears throat> plant that you need to do that too. It comes in 
almost pure green to almost pure red. And basically, it's the color that's different. The, the taste really isn't different so, that much. Right. You know, if you get the old-fashioned one, Victoria is one of those old heritage varieties. They definitely are... Uh, they make your mouth pucker a lot more. Oh, do they? So they're tartar. But but maybe you just want the redder ones because they make prettier pies. Yeah, that's that's true, too. Good stuff, loaded with vitamins, uh, good for you, good healthy. As a matter of fact, the settlers used to call it their spring tonic. They would make it into sauces, and they would strain it and make it into drinks. It was just so loaded and gave with vitamins, gave them all this energy. And easy, easy, easy. And here's a tip. When you harvest it, you don't cut it. I used to cut it thinking that was the way. No, you just take and you twist it. Just pull it straight up. Oh, you pull it straight up. Okay. Yep, straight up in the air. Well, we've got a program coming up. The Master Gardeners a are... A free program. Yeah, free program. It's the 16th. Now, this is not one where you go someplace. This is one. It's a virtual program. And if you'd like instructions how to tune into this on the 16th, you can call the Extension Office at 304 They will also give you a schedule of the topics that are going to be covered that day. So take a listen. Learn something new. If you're looking for rhubarb roots and things, they are in the stores now. If you'd like more information about anything related to gardening, contact your Extension Service. This is Barb Lamson along with Karen Wright. Wishing you happy gardening.